so as I'm doing my research on, on, on us, as we launch this new season, mm-hmm. I was counting through the episodes and I realized that we have released, if my, if my count is correct and I am not a counter, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a writer at best, even that's at, probably at the very the best, and uh, 45 episodes so far. Dang. Well done. Well done. And Thank you. one, one year we're yeah. coming up on. Uh-huh. Why did you want to start this with me? I don't understand. That's a year-long conversation. Arguably too many. With me. Yeah, um, I know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, can I be honest, have a moment of honesty with you about why I wanted to start this? A hundred percent. That would be a nice change of pace. I just wanted my voice in another podcast. That, you know what? That's probably more honestly than you've given me in the last five years. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, we, you know, we started this podcast talking about the insurrection and just like, uh, do you know about insurrections? I, I've, I've heard of it and I, and I heard we're celebrating an anniversary. Yeah, it's not even um, paper, I believe. What's the first anniversary? Diamonds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I, you know, I, this podcast was not my idea. This was your idea that I stole from you and said, I have a great idea. Um, no, I came to you and said, I'm mad. And I think what I'm going to do is find a way to get every single person that was involved in this insurrection. I'm going to find out. I'm going to be the one that draws all the conclusions. I'm going to fix this and I'm going to get every single person out of Congress. They don't deserve to be here anymore. And I'm going to do this all on my own. And you said, or you could take a second and we can figure out a tangible solution to this. (laughs) <laughs> I knew that you could make that happen because I, I believe in you. And also you have a life, you have a job, an actual paying job and other projects like Kim, take a beat. Hold on. Listen, I have right here a post-it that says it's a direct quote from Parks and Rec that says there's nothing we can't do if we work hard, never sleep and shirk all other responsibilities in our lives. And that is perhaps the thing that explains the most about me is that that is written by handwritten from me on my wall at all times for me to see. <laughs> if I don't sleep, fair. we can do this. <laughs> absolutely fair. Uh, well, now one year later, here we are almost 50 episodes in. Um, and still going strong, uh, still going, still going strong, talking about our America. Uh, I'm thrilled to have this opportunity to talk with you about all these things. I am not thrilled, however, about the idea that we are one year into this post-insurrection and attempted coup. The more information that comes out, the more I don't hesitate to say that. It was, you know, before it was like, I mean, it was sort of an attempted coup, but like that's military. And, not, and like, holy shit. No, there are people in the military. That were like, yeah, DJT, let's do this thing. Hold I am the f- what in the very beginning of Donald Trump's presidency and often throughout, I would text my friend and business partner, Sasha, and I would say, Sasha, is this a coup? And she like, I can remember so specifically her just saying, like, I think you have to look it up. Um, not everything is a coup. And I was like, I don't know. People seem pretty mad. This must be a coup. She was like, no, this is not a coup. But this was a coup. Like the, the, an attempted coup doesn't make it. It's not. It doesn't. That doesn't take anything away from it. The attempted part of the sentence just means we got super lucky. And the more news, as you're saying, that comes out, the the clearer it is that we just got incredibly lucky. Mm-hmm. Nobody was yeah. going to stop it. Nobody yeah. in power to stop it was going to stop it. We did not 
like we it was prevented by a few senators, some very, very brave officers and sheer fucking luck. Yeah. And. And also some folks high up in like the military who said, we're not going to get involved yet because this is going to get turned against us and we're going to be part of an actual coup. So there were those who stood up against him mm-hmm. and his people tonight. So like, yeah, that's, you know, I'm not disparaging our military in general here, but there were a few who were like, yeah, maybe we should do this. Huh? Um, yeah. So and those people what- should never ever be able yeah. to serve this country in any way because they have proven that they didn't want to serve their country. The people that fought for the um, Confederacy did not get to turn around. And he, well, uh, Andrew Jackson, I guess, got to be president. But he didn't fight for the Confederacy. He just was like, yeah, if they win, that'd be fine. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people, I think a lot of those white guys said that. Yeah, um, yeah, most of them. I would say most of them. But, you know, you don't get to be a part of uh, an insurrection and a coup and then turn around and serve our nation in any way, shape or form. You shouldn't, you also, as a lot of those people learned on January 7th and 8th, um, don't get to fly <laughs> freely. Right, after that. Right. My favorite yeah. thing, the chicken soup for the soul was really <laughs> um, the videos of everybody that then found out like they couldn't get back on their planes to go home. The videos that people would take in airports of them like freaking out about it. Like, no, that's delicious. Yes. That is the chicken soup for my uh, battered, sad soul. <laughs> yes. Well, let's get into this, shall we? We'll roll a little music and have some fun talking sure. about the insurrection of our, com- our country. And our company. And our company. So welcome back to My America. You're listening to, to Dan and Kim discuss our America and your America. Uh, Kim, I'm so yeah. glad I get to spend some time with you. Me too. And you're welcome. Excellent. I'm always so, glad to spend time with me and you're welcome for the opportunity. <laughs> Season three. Um, now we have music. Things are a little bit tighter. I'm still the not. worst. <laughs> They're not that much tighter because you're no. still the editor. We I haven't know. paid anybody professionally for this yet. So no. here, here we are on the marking the one year since a whole bunch of folks tried to just usurp our government including the sitting president Mm -hmm. who then told this big lie that many people were like, no, that's not exactly what happened. That's not true. And now here are a year later where those same people are like, "Mm, you know, he might be right. Actually. What the, what, why, what? Um, Yeah. I I think that has been the most surprising thing is how well state run media, like, like Fox news, OAN, um, I want to um, have sex with the flag, America, whatever the other one is. There's three of them. I don't know. I don't care about them. I don't want to know what the yeah. name of it is. Um, yeah. That's their Newsmax. general vibe is that yeah. they want to have sex with the flag. Oh yeah. yeah. Newsmax. Um, anyway, that's their, the most, one of the most surprising things is that their conversation about the big lie has taken over and people, more people think the majority of Republicans think that the, this election was actually stolen when what we have seen is that it, first of all, was not like this. So this conversation um, is, it, it wasn't that, and that's just a fact. And no evidence has come out to prove it. And also the evidence that has come out has proven how much of a lie that is. And so and, it's wild to me. And how much 
it was attempted to have been stolen from the other side saying that it was stolen. Like, yeah, that's like a, a burglar breaking into your home when you're out there and saying you robbed me to the homeowner. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. No, I didn't. Yeah. You robbed me or you tried to. No, no, you tried to rob me. Wait, no. And then, the, and then like all well, of a sudden, hang on, you make some good points though. Right. A year later, <laughs> common sense people are like, yeah, you know what? Maybe that's true. Maybe you did rob them and they were just coming back to take it back. Like, Hold the phone, man. So, so yeah. Uh, and, and here's, here's my, here's my dream, Kim. And I don't think this is going to happen. And we're, we can get into some facts and like what's going on and stuff. And that's fine. But here's my dream. Okay. I want to live in a world where my friends who are conservative, typically vote Republican, who did say for a while, I don't like that president Trump guy because he's too loud and obnoxious and all these other things and whatever. But I just had to vote for him because he's a Republican, whatever that means. Um, I want them, who also, by the way, say things like back the blue, support our police, <laughs> you know, law and order, oh. not the show, but the other stuff. Like law and order, criminal intent. Oh, but oh, but wait. <laughs> like, I want those folks who I believe are well meaning individuals who do love our country. And who maybe come at things a little bit differently than I do. And that's okay. I want them to stand up and say, wait, wait, wait. The fact that these Americans got together for a rally was fine, but then actually stormed our capital and got away with it and had help from actual sitting lawmakers is not okay with me. I want to back my blue and those Capitol Police who were very brave who acted very heroically and one of which died and another died later, I think by suicide, multiple, multiple have died okay. by suicide. Yeah. So like they need to back those folks. And I don't, frankly, I don't see it. The only two Republicans I see are the two on the committee. Mm -hmm. Cheney and who, uh, Kinziger, right? Yeah. Who they like, want to now push out and say like, right. you can't be here anymore. Right. So, so where are the folks who are moderate? to right of center who say all these things, but then are just dis disappear like this. I mean, we literally watched live on, on live television, not like some produced, you know, American idol thing here. Yeah. We watched it happen and, and we're, we're disturbed by it. And then it all kind of went away. Where are these folks now? Why, why can't they speak up? Why don't they want to like, what happened? That's I, I, I don't dream. know. I want to find those Republicans. I'd love to find those Republicans. My hunch is that they either have come around to, I don't know, maybe I, maybe I did rob them. That, <laughs> right? Was that my headphones? Was that, <laughs> was that my headphones? <laughs> um, you know, I, my hunch is that either they now are part of the majority of Republicans that think that the election was actually stolen and that, um, what happened on January 6th was just a lovely tour of the Capitol. And if you can't, um, you know, you can't believe everything you see and they can make anything happen with, um, you know, cameras and 3D technology and uh, that kind of stuff. Or <laughs> they're not Republicans anymore. I just don't understand. I don't understand either. You know what I was thinking about as we prepared to do this episode, because um, season three is, you know where we plan out these shows ahead of time and 
I, we at least know the topic. Um, <laughs> so it, it is um, just to let people know how we produce the show. We have been on a little bit of a winter hiatus and um, I have been on winter hiatus from work and my other podcasts. And so decided to really like not not look at the news, but not look at the news as much as, you know, I, I normally have to for other things. So I, I was kind of taking a little bit of a mental break. And on my way back, I started listening to um, a couple different things that were actually talking about the January 6th insurrection and actually talking to police officers and looking back at that time. And I was just trying to kind of figure out what I wanted to talk about today because it's been a year and like we're still kind of in this weird situation where the January 6th committee is ramping up. Um, I would love to see in this in 2022 um, Trump be served. He's not he's obviously not going to take the stand. He's going to be subpoenaed. Um, I'm not entirely sure that they'll he'll get held in contempt like, you know, but he will get I would love to see us get to that pretty soon. That's sort of what they're all circling around. Um, We're in this weird, like innocuous stage where we're not really sure what is going to happen with this committee and like who will serve time and who will be charged with these war crimes against our country not war crimes but you know um crimes of political crimes right political crimes yeah. yeah mean crime you know what just frankly no manners crimes just crimes of no manners no manners <laughs> you didn't say please before you pooped on pelosi's desk yeah oh i should yeah, have said podium fucking american that would have been all the peas you didn't say yeah. please before you pooped on pelosi's podium she i she doesn't have a podium uh, i know but she's the speaker so i don't know um <laughs> Get rid of those. Get rid of those pops, editor. I will. Um, thanks. But I think what I've been most surprised about is like I am angry, and I was angry on the sixth, and it ebbs and flows. And I didn't expect a year later. And I I often don't reach for anger first because I'm a robot. First of all, so emotions in general <laughs> no emotions. are not my first. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. um, but I also like when I get to anger, I just think like, well, what can I do next? Um, but I find that when it comes to this, it is hard for me to move past anger, um, at people who think that this is how to be a patriot at people who think that that is what it looks like to quote back the blue and blue lives matter. Well, first of all, nobody's born a cop. So blue lives matter isn't a thing. (laughs) And, um, supporting black lives, it is a choice (laughs) supporting black lives and the audacity to matter in this country does right, not right. mean that you think there should be a fucking insurrection. It just means that we want you to admit that the black Americans who live in this country, in this world, who have the audacity to live, matter and should matter to us. That is that is what it means. It does not mean anything about cops. It means that you guys should stop killing black people at disproportionately high rates and jailing them and all that kind of stuff. I know that that sounds wild. But like all this they they beat police officers with flagpoles and they ran a Confederate flag American flagpoles. American flagpoles and then they ran a Confederate flag through the Capitol building for the first time ever in our nation's history that did not happen in the Civil War. And I cannot be anything other than angry when I think about this. Yep. And it does yeah. nothing. And that's what pisses me off. It does. My anger does nothing. Right. My ironically favorite scene 
not my favorite at all, but is when you, you love see, the insurrection, just say you love I the insurrection. Do, I do. Sure. <laughs> so is seeing these Americans beating police officers with Trump flags. Mm-hmm. Like it's bad enough that the American flag on a flagpole was used, but then you see them with Trump flags, which, which alone just baffles me. Like, let's just back up a minute here. At what point in my short young life, because I'm younger than you, <laughs> have Thank we... Thank you. I was really mad. I was really upset. That helped. That helped. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I don't remember. I don't recall any political season or president or anyone who has had the flags at all, let alone the amount of paraphernalia that we have today from the Trumplicans. Um, the audacity of things like fuck Biden. Now I will go back. Like there was a, a rap song called fuck Trump. So, Oh my God. It's so good. Like, so like, like that, that's, that was their first. So I get that. So for the Republicans listening, say, well, but, but yep, you're right. You're right. Now that audacity though, like how do we get here? And that audacity, I, I think is a direct response to the, audacity of the Trumplican paraphernalia machine that put flags everywhere. I've, I have a neighbor whose Trump flag. Yes, it's still out or it's out again because of 2024 or whatever, like is higher than his American flag. Now, I don't know about you, but I would never put another flag above, above the U S flag. That's against flag code. It's against flag code. It's also just not that patriotic. And as much as I don't want to be, a nationalist. I do love our country and I do want to fly our U S flag to say, I'm proud to be an American. Yeah. I'm also proud to call out the bullshit when it happens because this is not okay. And we've talked about that before, like, you know, in my eyes and, and I don't want to speak for you, uh, but I believe you. ah, Okay. Then for both of us, (laughs) you know, for me, I, I think that patriotism looks different to everybody. And that is the great thing about being um, a country that is supposed to be a nation of immigrants is that patriotism looks different and and your view of America looks different to everybody. And that's, you know, we have free speech for a reason. And that's one of them. My patriotism looks like wanting the best for this country, not settling for what we have, but always pushing it to be better. When I say I love this country, what I mean is like, I love you for the country you want to be and the country you almost are <laughs> i love you like jerry Maguire loved renee zellweger <laughs> it's true that uh, is how i feel about this country i love it for what it wants to be we are always in pursuit of being better yeah in theory we are we should be our you know one of our core tenets is the pursuit of you know, I used to have conversations with a friend of mine who, a f- former friend of mine who um, very much believes in the Second Amendment. Okay. Sure. Loves to loves to build guns and collect them and shoot them for sport and all these things. Oh, okay. Um, everything he does is technically legal. He follows the law. He has a concealed weapons carry permit, so he follows the law very much so. Okay. There are also loopholes because much like taxes we can just have loopholes in the gun laws okay anyway only for some people right um but we used to have conversations about the revolution it's gonna happen there's gonna be and i was like yeah i mean i don't know whatever like it's fine i have i have no guns in my house 
I have no problem with guns. I don't feel the need to arm myself against our government. I understand why we do it. It's fine to be part of our amendments, but I don't feel the need for it personally. So when he would say things like, well, when the revolution hits, I've got my bunker. Like that's a little, that's a little wild. I think it's yeah. a little bit unstable, man. Like I don't, that's not and, great. <laughs> right. And I, but I never thought I would live to see the day where it was actually beginning to happen. This insurrection a year ago is absolutely step one in this manufactured revolution. Mm-hmm. It is not a legitimate revolution. No. Our, our government is not oppressing its entire peoples. We are, we, the government does oppress certain peoples and we are trying to fix that. Well, isn't that the irony of all of this is that these people who believe that they are being oppressed by the government are actually the ones that especially particularly under 45's regime, they were the ones that were not being oppressed because right. the majority of the people that went and marched on the Capitol for their lovely little tour and theftery that they did were white. And it isn't it quite uh, surprising that they feel like they've been oppressed by this government. Yeah. And so when, when, as you're saying that, I think about, okay, so then the 46th president is trying to turn things around and people now are feeling oppressed, I guess, as if, as if president Biden's going to take away the second amendment somehow, which is literally, literally impossible to do, but okay. Um, like they're, they're feeling oppressed apparently, or like things are being taken away from them. And yet what he wants to do is do things like, I don't know, free college um, support for single or support for, for parents with young kids um, increase pay for people, lift us all up a little bit somehow. How is that oppression? Well, because what you don't understand, Dan, and I, I certainly wouldn't expect you please, to understand this. Please let me help you. This let me, let me explain this to your pretty little brain that couldn't possibly uh, understand this. Thank you. Um, things like um, rights and things like um, love of country, um, all that kind of stuff. It's a pie. And we're other people. Yeah, it's a pumpkin pie. Uh, we're other people to get a larger slice. Obviously, that means, because you know how pie works, that you get a smaller piece. But I thought pie was um, infinite. 3.1427, whatever. No, I'm talking like, about. There's no end. I'm talking to about pie. like an apple pie, a pumpkin pie. Um, you know, that's why I'm talking about that kind of pie. And it is, you know, um, rights are a pie. Hmm. And unfortunately, and that's just science. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is how it, it, it is being treated. Like, right. well, if they get rights, that means that I have less rights. No. It means that you, person who like, you know, you can kind of close your eyes and picture what this person looks like in their head, white man. Um, you, you've just always had rights. No one's taking away your rights. You feel like your rights are being taken away because other people who didn't have the same rights through no fault of their own <laughs> are now being given the literal bare minimum, the factual least this nation can do. They have found the factual least and then they're going to give it to them. And now they feel like their rights, you know, they're so put upon that they have to go um, march to the Capitol. And by the way, 
the the way that you know their rights were not ever taken away is you got to go have your stupid speech <laughs> on the Capitol. You got to go to your stupid, um, you know, march or whatever. Nobody stopped you. You got to follow your stupid permits because that's what you get to do in this country is I get to call your march stupid because it's stupid. I think it's stupid. So I get free speech to say you get to go to your stupid march. You get free speech to have your stupid march. But once you start stealing, going into the Capitol building and pooping and stealing, guess what? Now you're breaking the law that you think that you're, you know, you have such a heart on for heart on. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So what happens next? Like is, is this, as this committee, the select committee is going on mm-hmm. and they've been, you know, calling witnesses and subpoenaing and asking for bank records and being sued to stop that. Like, executive privilege that doesn't count for you now that you're not president anymore um like what happens next you said earlier serving time do you think anyone will i think some people will for sure i think that some people are going to lose their seat in congress can i tell you my favorite thing which Please. is that right now we don't know who there there are this is not my favorite thing which is that there are sitting members of congress that were a part of this yep that's it's not good impossible to me like how do you how how but there are sitting members of Congress right now that were a part of this. Now, ideally, they will have to leave. What I would love so much is like, there, there is a list somewhere. Like, you know, all these emails are going to come out and we're going to find out who isn't, you know, it's Ted Cruz and, um, you know, everybody is going to, Ted Cruz, like nobody wanted him, but they were like, I don't know, if we were inviting all these people, we have to invite Ted Cruz because like he's friends <laughs> with them. So like, he'll know. So let's just invite him. And like, he's not going to do anything, but like, let's just invite him anyway. So <laughs> all these people, they'll be asked to leave. Um, but what I would love so much <laughs> is if Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's like all in on this, was not invited to be a part of it because they're like, no, she's too dumb. We don't like her. We don't like her. Nobody invite Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Greene. We'll invite Tom T- Ted Cruz because like we have to. But nobody invited Marjorie Taylor Greene to this because she's really into it. Yeah, that's like me. I like I really want to be friends with certain people. And they're just like, yeah, I, we just don't know. But I'm all in, guys. I got the tattoos and everything. I want to be a part of your band. Yeah, but you can't sing. No, but I can be I'll be your manager. Where to have a manager who's really well. He's, he's he, you know, they're a very good manager. I'll be your water boy. Um, I'm I'll not snacks. thirsty. <laughs> yeah. I'll make snacks, dude. Our mom makes snacks. It's fine. I just guys like <laughs> let me play. Let me play insurrectionist. God, uh, yeah. What uh, happens next? Um, is you know we take this this thing all goes all the way. The Donald Trump stuff goes all the way to the Supreme Court. Um, as a nerd, it's fascinating. Because we're making this, you know, there's only been 46 presidents, give or take a few colonoscopies. Um, So we, in theory, we only had 46 presidents. And so, you know, like Hamilton, the musical says, every, um, you know, all of this sets a precedent. Because we are an experiment. We are new here. We just, you know, we're we're floundering. (laughs) We're doing our best. Um, So, you know, we're court cases will come up and this will go all the way to the Supreme court. I don't know for sure. What's if we can 
I think that Donald Trump will run in 2024. I don't want to be in the predicting business because I just read like an article of like the worst predictions of 2021 political. <laughs> so I don't want to be a part of that. But like, you know, he's he's running now. He's going to run for 2024. He's not going to serve jail time. Um, who knows if his records will be released? I actually think they probably will. But the opinion of the lower courts will will hold. Because I don't think that the Supreme Court wants to make an actual ruling. So I think that they'll hold the the opinion of the lower court without making like some big grand gesture because Donald Trump bought half of the court anyway. So, you know, whatever. Um, and some people will be kicked out of Congress, ideally. But none of this, by the way, um, none of this happens if the Democrats don't hold the House and the Senate. This year. Yeah. If we lose the House and lose control of the Senate, um, which we're going to have to fight like hell because of redistricting and everything else. Um, and because Donald Trump knows that this is the case, if we lose the House and the Senate and we don't have the legislative branch of our government, all of this goes away. And nobody has any consequences. And this isn't about politics. This isn't, this isn't about, you know, erasing student debt or changing rental laws or making sure that Grubhub drivers get all of their their taxes or their um, tips. This isn't a political issue. This isn't about free college. This isn't about any of that. This is about an insurrection that happened and that goes away completely if the Republicans win for reasons that are truly unknowable. Now, what's what's interesting is you're saying that about like this is not political. This is an insurrection. Uh, it brings to mind for me the idea that the Civil War wasn't political. And yet today it's politicized. Yeah. Yeah. How do we humans get here? I like we asked that a year ago. How did we get here? That was our second episode. How did we get here? Why are we so broken? Mm -hmm. Can we have an answer to that in a whole year? 46 episodes later. I know. And I've solved 46. so many problems for this country too. It's true. <laughs> like I, I just don't, I don't understand how a literal attack on our democracy from within is politicized between Democrats and Republicans. I go back to my, my original dream. Show me a Republican who, who says what we're saying right now. That wasn't some rally gone awry. That was a true insurrection and attempted coup from which we were saved by mostly sheer dumb luck. Mm -hmm. And it's not okay. And those people who did that, now there were plenty of people who were at that rally who didn't know that was coming. There are people I know who went there thinking that was just a rally for the president that they backed for whatever reason. They thought it was something to, like they had no idea that people were going to actually break into our Capitol building and run the Confederate flag through the halls. Mm -hmm. Like how, so there are people there who didn't know that's fine, but those who organized it, those who knew those who, who paid for it, those who promoted it, knowing what was coming. And then those who just sat back and went, I ain't stopping it. Good luck. Those people need to be held accountable. And mm -hmm. how are the people like you and I in our own friends, groups and families and around us, why the hell aren't the moderates and Republicans standing up and saying, this is not okay. 
And if they are, I'm just not seeing it. Like, I just, I don't, I don't see it. Am well, I, am I just dumb? Uh, mm. Mm, don't that. <laughs> um, well, to be honest, I'm not seeing it because I'm not friends with a Republican. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you know, look at what happened to Liz Cheney. She's on this committee and they're going to use everything they can to get her out of the house. The, yeah. God forbid someone should not fall in line like happy little soldiers. It so makes zero sense to me. It makes zero sense to me. I just, I, I can't. I like, think I even the had... reason it doesn't make any sense to you is because um, you and I w- want to be optimists. But um, unfortunately, because this country doesn't ever want to give me rights um, as a uh, as a woman, as a person with a uterus in this nation, I'll never. Uh, this country doesn't care about me, so I, I, I um, not that I have some magical power to see it, um, but this country, I want to be an optimist about it. But the reason it doesn't make sense is that you and I are looking at the Republicans as if they want to be a part of this small democracy and they don't, they don't, they have fallen in line with an autocrat. They don't want to be a part of the small D democracy. If they did, they would not fall in line between this behind this one person who ultimately, if they all decided they didn't want to follow would be nothing. He would be nothing. They, he has the power that they have given him. His money doesn't give him magical power. Right. It, it, the Demo- the Republicans have given this magical power to him. They don't want to be a part of the small deep democracy. And I think that because you have for so long been a part of the Republican Party, that maybe that's part of it, is that you're remembering the Republican Party of your time. Even though the Republican Party of your time is just a straight line to this one. Oh, yeah. I mean, fine, there's, I mean <laughs> Reagan did I mean, this. Reagan did this. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. I'm not going that one with you. Reagan's um, not going. Uh, fucking um, JFK Jr. isn't showing up at Dealey Plaza. It's fucking how, Reagan how? being like, yes, we did it. Wow. But the other thing, uh, the other thing is that it's look at what the demographics were of the people that marched on the Capitol. Yeah. Do you think if they were not white that this would we would be having this conversation do you think if they were not white the death toll would be as low as it was no there's no way that anybody breaches the capitol there's nobody anybody makes it up the stairs there's no way that they even get a permit to march well in dc but it like in general it's because this was a majority white like a 99.9 percent white yeah. uh, coup I, I was talking to somebody not too long ago who's pretty close to me and saying about someone else, why? I know they don't like former President Trump. I know that they back the blue. I know that all these things. Why aren't they as pissed as I am? And this person said, they are. They just don't want to say so in front of you. In front of you? Yeah, yeah. Like why? they don't want to agree with me. I, Oh, they don't I'd want to agree to with you. Yeah, they yeah. Like, agree. They don't, yeah, yeah. Like, neat, neat. Right? So we can't even have these discussions in agreement, let alone disagreement. We can't even sit there together and say, yeah, this was not okay. And we need to stand up against this. Because someone, because they 
progressive, more progressive person politically is saying it. It's just all of a sudden wrong. Wait a minute. You know this is wrong and you're just going to not say anything because you don't want to agree with me. That's what I took that to mean. And I just like, there's even a shred of, of truth to that statement. We as a country are fucked. Cause that's not okay. If, yeah. And, and here, and here's the thing. Maybe, and I, maybe I'm just perfect. Cause I know I am. No, if I, if I hear, I'm sorry, from, the voice of the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am far from perfect. It, it, if I hear an idea from a Republican that I agree with, I'm going to go ahead and support that and say, yeah, I agree with that. Let's do this. I want to work with somebody else to get things to happen. Sure. Just because a Republican says it doesn't mean it's automatically terrible, a terrible idea. So why is it that if I, who have voted Democrat recently or am more progressive politically, say it, you think that you can't agree with me? I love having those conversations, by the way, where someone is talking to me and they're like, well, yeah, I think teachers deserve more pay. And I don't think it's right that that corporation isn't paying their workers a fair wage and making them work 80 hours a week. And, and I'm like, really? That sounds kind of progressive. And they're just like, well, I mean, I don't I'm like, careful. You're going to vote Democrat next. I had a conversation with somebody who's very um, conservative, uh-huh. um, big fan of Donald Trump. And um, we so we had a conversation. And at the end of it, we were talking about just like and and because I love this person very, very much. Um, we don't really talk about politics because, um, you know, I reckon like I want to talk about politics all the time. <laughs> yes, you <laughs> but, do. Can um, confirm. Can confirm. Uh, it's really annoying. Very not fun. But I love this person. And and I think it's important to push back when you can, but also recognize when you can only push so far before you're you're at the point that you're going to potentially break a relationship. There is that point, and I do recognize it. Like, you cannot make – we can't live in this perfect world where you push back as much as you can and spend your privilege everywhere and then never risk losing anything. Yeah. So um, with this person – because I would not want that to happen. I'm very, very careful about politics and I really try hard not to talk about it. And when I can, it's very general and never like accusatory. Uh, but at the end of the conversation <laughs> about whatever, they said something about how nobody wants to work anymore. And, um, you know, the conversation was wrapping up mm. and it was like, mm. um, you know, the wor- the <laughs> the woods diverged <laughs> into two different paths. And I was like, oh, or maybe they don't want to work for the wages they're being paid. <laughs> Just like threw it out there. It's like, maybe you won't hear me. <laughs> maybe they're static. So I said, maybe they don't want to work for the wages that they're getting. And he said, yeah, that could be it too. And I was like, you know what? That's a wrap on this conversation. I got what I needed. <laughs> You're right. When They don't pay. When, they don't pay. <laughs> when was that? A couple weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. That's why my feet got cold. <laughs> hell, hell done froze over yeah i mean yeah. yeah but like that's the thing is like we can talk about that stuff we can say people don't want to work for shit wages yeah ceos getting paid millions of dollars a minute or whatever like that's not okay when we're not making ends meet and we can say that attacking the police is a bad idea and storming our capital waving the flag of somebody who attacked our own country it's not okay. Yeah. And they'd say, yeah, that's true. But as soon as 
either a Democrat says it or you frame it in the sense that, well, that flag that attacked our country is also part of our heritage. Like, well, you know, it's heritage. If, <laughs> listen, if, if a brown person walked into the Capitol with an ISIS flag, they'd be shot oh, dead. It, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> they would never have, they would never get into the Capitol. And I don't want to wait to wave an ISIS flag. Let's be clear. But that's the same to me. Like I also rather, not all brown people are waving at ISIS flags. hundred Yes. Very fair. But like, like very, 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 very small amount are very small. Yes, amount. Right. Very. Just wanna, I know that you and think that also, way, but want to be really clear about that. And by the way, even plenty of white people are too, because they've been radicalized also to believe in that kind of a thing. So it's, it's certainly not just brown people, no doubt about it. But that's my, my point is like, even a white person could probably walk into that capital with an isis flag people would be like well you know they're just kind of yeah they're, they're a little Let's bit off, out. but they're fine <laughs> like this what the what what so that's my point on that one is that like yeah if someone with brown skin walked in with something like that wouldn't be okay and yet if you're white and you carry the flag of a group who literally attacked our own country from within and did it a second time 200 years later we're okay with that fuck off no we're not yeah yeah so needless to say a year later we're still talking about it. We'll see what happens in 2022 after the select committee. I, I don't know. What, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't am, know. I am hopeful, but also I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. Kind of like the whole coronavirus thing, whatever. We're all going to end up with it because people are just don't give a shit about other humans. And so I'm just going to keep getting my boosters and, and keep wearing my mask. Cause mm-hmm. yeah. And not be a jerk to the people that say like, Hey, can you put on your mask? Yeah, I was right? going to. Yeah. I was going to. I'll, I'll put on two if you want me to. I don't care. Anyway. Anyway, I think what I'm coming around to, Dan, is I was, um, not to like, I don't know if uh, I'll keep this in or not, but I actually was going to tell you that today's my last episode, but it does seem like we have a lot of things that I have to fix for this country, so I guess I'll stick around. Okay, cool, because um, I learned so much from you. Because you're <laughs> so <laughs> wise. Don't be sarcastic. Don't be sarcastic. You are older than me <laughs> no. and wiser. No, I'm young. You're not wiser than me. Okay, no, I'm cool. Wiser, Excellent. I'm not, no, I'm you said no. You just said no. Flat out no. I'm like one of those kids that you're like, whoa, this kid can't drive, but also is a professor. How? That's me. If if you're basically a uterus, or I mean, basically an, an embryo, mm-hmm. you have rights then that you don't have as a woman. So it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Suck in America. <laughs> I'll never have rights in this country. I mean, I have rights. I have rights. I'm a. I'm a cisgendered white person i have a lot of rights i don't have them all because i'm a lady but i got a lot of them i'm the king of pokemon i've got them all and didn't even have to collect them they're just given to you because i was just born with them (laughs) so you know what people gotta start taking first right that we're gonna start taking away not from you because i balance you out so it's it makes it okay for you less cisgender white men with podcasts Less uh, Joe Rogan's. Let's get you out of here. You know, um, by the way, the word's name? fewer. No, less, okay. less. We do need less Joe Rogan, but also fewer Joe Rogan's. Yes, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Steve Bannon I, doesn't need yeah. a podcast. These things, oh. they should charge at some point for the feeds. <laughs> some yes. people don't need them. Way yeah. too easy. Yeah. Uh, there you go. So that's a wrap on our, our one year later. Mm-hmm. Both for our podcast and for the insurrection. Let's celebrate. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I'm going to continue um, to celebrate how I've celebrated every day since January 6th. Just drinking 
and registering voters. And speaking of registering voters, if you uh, are interested in all that, hear more about it, hit us up on the socials. Uh, Kim, you're always talking about voting and whatnot. What's your socials? I'm always running my mouth about something. I am at, if you're listening to this on the day it came out, there are 306 days until the midterm elections. Uh, No, no, no. I'm at Kim Offit on Where the People. (laughs) And uh, no, I'm at Kim Offit on Instagram and Twitter. At Kim Offit is here on TikTok. Uh, Apparently, I also really want you to know I'm at Where the People ORG on Instagram. There are 306 days if you're listening to this on January 6th, 306 days between now and the midterm elections. Um, Less time if you're listening to it afterwards. Less time if you're going to vote in the primaries, as you should. Less time to get registered to vote. Um, I can help you with all that at realthepeople.org.org. Great stuff. And I'm at, at Dan Moyle on the socials and also very much support getting registered to vote and vote, just vote. Uh, so there you are. And we at, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, if you want to see Dan's um, pretty little mug, you can go to realthepeople.org because he is a part of it. That's true. I am. I am. I forget sometimes. Uh, <laughs> and then, and then you call me, you're like, Hey, let's talk. We're the people. I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah. Let's do that. Cool. Cool. It's the thing that wakes me up in the middle of the night, almost every single night, 3am panic of what am I going to do? But it's cool that you sometimes forget. Congratulations. (laughs) You get to forget. You're welcome. Uh, And on the socials, we are my America pod. So check that out there and tag us. uh, If you have, you know, solutions for the January 6th committee, help us put these assholes in prison. We're a big part of the committee. Um, yeah, we're uh, we've got their ear. We're we're in it. We're I don't want to say which one of us, but one of us is on the committee. It's the one that you're glad is on the committee. Um, so yeah, you you can reach out to us and let us know what yeah. you think, how we're help doing. Us, help us solve this this problem, please. <laughs> uh, and myamericapod at gmail.com is we can also send us notes. So thanks for listening. You're welcome. My America is a production of the Storytellers Network. This show is written and produced by Kim Moffat and Dan Moyle. Kim takes care of editing and graphics while Dan helps with episode production on the web. Both Dan and Kim run social media. For more information on the show, including past episodes, visit thestorytellersnetwork.com slash myamerica. Great job, Dan.